Studio Tor 2 presents Deep Folk, Tales from the Generator. Deep Folk is a first-person adventure radio drama created using AI Dungeon Dragon Engine. Hot Dog Crime Squad by Simon Cotty. The year is 2088, and in Neo New York, the consumption and distribution of hot dogs is a federal crime. You are Constable Hale, a first year hot dog police person. You've uncovered a plot to distribute hot dogs within Yankee Stadium, but you may be flying too close to the sun as someone claims they'll kill everyone if you keep flying. If that wasn't enough of a ball breaker, you've just found your new partner Frank standing over the dead body of Gino, the pasta chef from Gino's. And here's the kicker, someone has the place surrounded and is shouting for you to come out. Episode 2, Free Pizza. Zero. The door opens. Blinding light floods into the room. You shield your eyes. You make out a silhouette in the doorway. Get up, they say. You're coming with us. Who the fuck are you? You scream. The man approaches you rapidly, drawing a revolver from his belt. Shut the fuck up, he growls. He forces you out of the room into the hallway. Another man stands there with a rifle. Get in the van, he says. You're kidnapping two officers of the hot dog crime division. You understand that, right? You say to the man with the revolver. He hits you in the face with the revolver. Knocking you to the ground. Get up! He screams. He grabs you by the shirt and forces you into the back of the van. You spit blood at him. Fuck you! He hits you again. This time in the gut. You double over, coughing up blood and wheezing. Shut the fuck up! He screams, hitting you in the head with his gun. The other man gets into the front seat of the van and starts the engine. Let's go! He says. You're dragged into the van. The door slams shut behind you and you're thrown to the ground. You pick yourself back up and look around. Frank is sitting in the corner, his hands tied behind his back. Frankie baby, you're doing okay? Frank nods nervously. You see the other man looking at you in the rearview mirror. He looks vaguely familiar. You can see the edge of his black bowler hat sticking out. We'll let you go once we're safe, don't worry. Who the fuck are you guys? We're the hot dog mafia. That's mafia, like the sandwich. I knew that, you say. He shakes his head. Oh fuck, Frank, oh fuck, the hot dog mafia, fuck. The what? Frank asks, confused. The hot dog mafia. It was a something I heard about a long time ago. Oh fuck. You punch the side of the van in frustration. The van swerves violently as the driver tries to correct it. Where are you two hot dog wise guys taking us? Hot dog station. That's our headquarters. I've heard of that place. Wait a minute. Isn't that the place where the hot dog mafia takes people they kidnap? You bet. I guess that makes sense. Makes sense, Frank asks, bewildered. Yeah, the hot dog mafia has a headquarters there. They must use it for kidnappings. Frank sighs. Let's play, uh, I spy. I spy with my little eye. Something beginning with the C. Cactus, the passenger says. Correct. Hey, can I have a turn? Frank asks. Sure, kid. 
I spy with my little eye something beginning with H. Uh, house. Correct. I spy with my little eye something beginning with Fuck you! Fuck you! You can't slap me out, you hot dog fucking fucks! You scream as you kick the side of the van. No one answers, and the two men laugh nervously. You stop kicking. Fuck you, you say. I don't even like hot dogs. Me neither, Frank says. I prefer corn dogs. You nod. Yeah, those are good too. You continue kicking the side of the van in frustration. Each of you takes turns playing I Spy, and the other one shouting profanities at the two men. Eventually you see signs of the hot dog station. So this is where it all happens. This is the heart of hot dog crime in all of Neo New York. You bet. One of the men says, Out, out, we don't got all day. The men unload you from the van, carrying the boxes inside and opening up a restaurant. Come on, the other one says. The boss is in here. He'll want to see you as soon as possible. You glance at Frank nervously and follow him inside. Follow my lead, Frank, you whisper to Frank. Okay, Frank whispers back. One of the men takes you and Frank into a small cramped office. Hey boss, the kidnappees are here. Finally, a voice from inside the office says. I trust they haven't been giving you too much trouble. You look at the man speaking. Not at all, one of the men replies. The two men step aside, revealing a man at the desk, who gets up and walks out to look you and Frank up and down. The man is short and incredibly fat, with a pencil-thin mustache. He's dressed in a cheap suit and has thinning hair. He looks like your image of a used car salesman. Hello there, I am Mr. Linoleum. You must be Frank, and you, the Notorious Mouse. Yeah, hey, it's me. That's right. I'm the Notorious Mouse. Yeah, that's right, you say nervously. So I suppose you're wondering why you're here. Well, yeah, Frank says, shuffling his feet. Good, good, Mr. Linoleum says. So I hear you two like pizza. You and Frank nod cautiously. Yeah, you could say Frank and I can put away a slice. I imagine you can, Mr. Linoleum says, smiling. So, Frankie baby, what do you think of the van? Frank looks around, confused. I don't know, he says. Mr. Linoleum chuckles. <laughs> your van's a real piece of shit, Mr. Linoleum, and your two drivers are real turds, you say. Now, now, that will do. No need to insult my stuff, he says, wagging a chubby finger at you. Your staff nearly ran us over, and then they proceeded to kidnap us and bring us here against our will. Mr. Linoleum sighs. All part of the service, he says. You're about to reply, but then you're interrupted by a knock at the door. One of Mr. Linoleum's men opens it. It's a delivery man. You remember seeing him in the warehouse. He's holding a large cardboard box. Uh, hey there, Mr. Linoleum, he says. I got your pizza pies here. Ah, wonderful, thank you, he says, grabbing the box. All right. I was worried you were going to say hot dogs, you say. Mr. Linoleum giggles. <laughs> no, no, uh, we're all out of hot dogs here, he says, tossing a pizza at you. Enjoy your pizza. You and Frank look at the pizza. You take a bite. Hey, Mr. Linoleum, you ever heard about any illegal hot dog ring uh, operating out in, uh, in Yankee Stadium? You ask. No, but it sounds intriguing, he says, winking. 
What are you implying? Are you implying that I'm implying that you're part of an illegal hot dog operation? I'm not implying anything. You're implying it. I am not. You and Mr. Linoleum begin to argue. You're implying that I was implying that you're part of a secret hot dog operation, which I was implying. Then you winked at me. What was with that wink? What, you got a piece of pizza in the eye? I was winking at your joke. I wasn't even joking. Oh. Mr. Linoleum looks down, thinking. So you're implying that I'm part of an illegal hot dog operation. You and Frank look over at each other. I don't think it, I know it, you say. You don't know anything. You're coked out of your mind, Nimrod. I am not. That's completely slanderous, you say, rubbing your nose instinctively. I've never done cocaine in my life. The two of you continue to argue. Mr. Linoleum's men are about to get involved when a large coach bus pulls up outside. That's enough of this. The hot dog bus has arrived, Mr. Linoleum says. The, the hot dog bus? That sounds ominous. It's just for us to um, have our lunch, you could say. Mr. Linoleum hands you a ticket to the bus. You look at it and it reads, First Class. Frank begins walking towards the bus, along with Mr. Linoleum and the rest of his men. Hey, Frankie baby, what's sitting up front today? Mr. Linoleum shouts, walking towards the bus. You wait outside the bus, it's some kind of large luxury coach. Frank, we gotta get out of here, you whisper. We can't just leave, Frank says. Fuck that we can. You take off running, with Frank following close behind. You run for about a minute before you stop and catch your breath. We have to keep moving, you pant. You and Frank run up the street to the nearest main road. Luckily there's a taxi right away with its lights on. You hail it down and dive into the back. Hey boys, where to? asked the cab driver. Take us to the Hot Dog Crime Squad precinct and step on it, Jack. You want to go to Hot Dog Crime Squad? The taxi driver asks. Yeah, I've heard of them, but I thought they were just a myth. Quick man, we're in some serious hot water here. Get going, you say. All right, all right, Gav, keep your hat on. The taxi drives for about two minutes before it stops in front of the worn down building. This is it, boys, the driver says. The Hot Dog Crime Squad building. You and Frank get out of the car and run inside. The building is mostly empty, with the exception of one room, which contains only one man. He's balding with a comb over to try and hide it. He looks up when you enter. May I help you? Where's Chief Brangerman? Who are you? I'm Constable Hale and this is Frank White. We're here to see the Chief. Never heard of you and he's busy right now anyway. The man goes back to looking at his computer screen. You get into his line of sight. The fuck he is busy, this is important. You brush his hair in the opposite direction, revealing his bald head. He looks at you in utter shock. How? How did you know? He starts freaking out, looking for something to cover his head. Frank picks up a hat on the desk and throws it to him. He puts it on. Okay, uh, wh what do you want? We're going to go see the chief, and that's a very nice hat. You push past the man and enter the chief's office. You see Chief Pringerman sitting at his desk. He's smoking a big cigar and drinking a, a glass of scotch. Hey, black and white, he says. Come on in, make yourselves at home. You sit down in front of the chief's desk. Chief, this shit is serious. The hot dog mafia kidnapped us. Mr. Linoleum has been behind all of this. Yeah, yeah, I know. You, kn you know? You say, surprised. Of course I do, the chief says, taking a sip of his scotch. Do you know why they call me the chief? 
You shake your head. Because I'm the head of the Hot Dog Crime Squad, and the Hot Dog Crime Squad is all there ever is. There ain't no mafia. Okay, whatever, Chief, you say, rubbing your broken nose. Hey, you like hot dogs, do you, uh, Earl? It's hail, actually, and uh, no, of course I don't. I'll bet you do, eh? Everyone loves a hot dog. They don't want to say it out loud, you know, but everyone loves them. Uh, but sometimes we don't like what we find inside them. Do you get what I'm saying, Mr. White? I mean, uh, Earl? Uh, Frank doesn't answer. Look, Chief, I ain't got time for your games. But I, I got an idea on the way here, and I think it's a real good one. Where's the hotbed of hot dog crime here in Neo, New York, Chief? Well, uh, probably Yankee Stadium, I guess, eh? Exactly, Chief. That's why Frank and I are gonna go undercover in the Neo New York Yankees. I got a good feeling about this one, Chief. The stadium is where it's all going down. Hey, keep talking, says Chief Brengerman. Make the call, Chief. Get Frankie Baby and I drafted to the Yankees. Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, that's a really good idea there, Officer Hale. And um, while you're at it, you can investigate the Yankee Stadium as well. Yeah, Chief, yeah. Chief Pringham walks over to the filing cabinet. Okay, let's get the, you need the file here. Is this a, it's a speedo. And takes out a manila folder. He hands it to you. Here you go. You look over the contents. And what's this, Chief? <sighs> All the information we've got on the New York Yankees, Chief Pringham says. Go over it tonight with a nice glass of scotch and be ready to go into action tomorrow. I hope you warm that arm up, eh? <laughs> you say bye to Frank, and you go home and pour yourself a big glass of scotch as you read the information on the near New York Yankees. Ah, oh, okay, what do we got? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, here we go. Okay. Hey, let's have a look here. Inside the manila folder is a stack of papers. We got some papers, I guess, from the chief. Okay. Oh, dribble. The first is information on the Yankee Stadium. There isn't much useful information in there. Okay, uh, Chief said to look in here, just... Let's have a look. It's, uh... So you look into the rest of the papers. That's just... Okay. Uh, Alright, what we got here? One of them is a pamphlet on the food concession stands at the stadium. Uh, beer prices seem a little high. Most of the pamphlet is advertising various products at the stadium. Hey, well, I got uh, in neat little tables. Got cheeseburger. That's pretty good. Well, what else were you looking at here? But that's when you notice it. What did the flying? There it is, in plain sight. Fuckers, trash. Hot dogs. My sweet mother of mercy. What the fuck? Uh, they're selling them out in the open like this. Selling, selling hot dogs a federal goddamn crime. You shout as you're home alone and slam your whiskey down on the table. What's even weirder is the paper that is printed on is hot pink. Ah, oh, yeah, that's for Breast Cancer Awareness Month, that is. A voice says from behind you. You turn around quickly and see your girlfriend, Alison Vaughan. Jesus Christ, Alison, don't fucking do that to me. Alison, baby. I gotten in too deep. Tomorrow I'm being drafted to the Neo New York Yankees to go undercover to investigate hot dog crimes at Yankee Stadium. Oh, I got a headache, baby. Oh, honey, that's just marvelous. 
Your ma would be so proud of you. Just so proud. I think that's just wonderful. Allison wraps her arms around you and kisses you deeply on the cheek. You feel a sense of dread in the pit of your stomach. Ma. Don't worry, honey. You'll be just fine. Now, I have to go. I'm late for work. Allison says as she runs out of the door. You finish your scotch and murmur to yourself, First rule of hot dog police academy. Don't eat the goddamn hot dogs. <sighs> you wake up the next day bleary-eyed and hungover. You walk over to the TV and flick it on. A man with ginger hair appears on the screen. We interrupt this program to go live to the New York Commissioner. The Commissioner appears on screen, wearing a nice black suit and dress shirt. Ah, what's this pencil dick got to say, he grunt. I'm here to give a warning. There is a killer on the loose in New York City. This man has killed at least three people that we know of, and he always leaves a card at the scene of the crime. You turn the TV off. If the murders involve hot dogs, then give me a call, Commissioner. Until then, shut the fuck up already. You pack your things up and head to Yankee Stadium. First rule of Hot Dog Police Academy, you say as you arrive at Yankee Stadium. You walk in the main entrance and show the security guard your draft letter. He lets you in. You walk through the halls of Yankee Stadium, getting odd stares from players and coaches. You read your draft letter. Hmm, first pick. Ignoring all of their glances. Some of them even greet you as you walk by. You find your seat and you sit down. You start to put on your Yankee uniform, and then you go into the mirror to fix your hair. You're ready, but Frank hasn't arrived yet. While you're sitting there, a tall man wearing an army jacket comes up behind you. Is this seat taken? It's a free fucking country, pal. You continue as you wait for Frank. The man sits down and stares at you while you're playing, then says, I'm Tom. Whatever. An awkward silence fills the space between you two. <clears throat> you wait for Frank as you warm up your batting arm. You and Tom sit in more awkward silence for about ten minutes, broken by the sound of a car pulling up in the driveway outside. You look out the window and see a yellow taxi. Frank, you're so fucking late, you say as you go to meet Frank outside, bringing him his uniform. Oh, I'm sorry you guys, uh, there was an accident on the freeway again, the traffic was backed up for miles. Frank gets out of the cab. Fuck, I'm tired. I didn't sleep too well last night. Do you guys have anything to drink? He says, rubbing his head. You pull out your flask of whiskey and give it to Frank. I'm so hungover too, Frank. But we gotta get it together. I think we've got a game tonight. You take your seat next to Tom and start putting on your cleats. We do have a game tonight, you're right, Tom says. Against the Hanshin Tigers at 7.30. Frank sits down next to you. He looks pale and tired. You better take a big swig, Frank. I think you're the opening pitcher. You hand the flask to Frank. He takes a swig. Thanks, man, he says. Take another swig. We got some time before practice starts. Frank takes another big, big swig and then nods off to sleep. You put Frank's shoes on while he sleeps and let him rest a bit. You finish putting on his cleats and pull up the laces nice and tight. You turn around and see Tom staring at you. His expression seems disapproving. So who the fuck are you, Tom? You play for the Yankees too? Frank and I are the new rookies. Oh, I'm, I'm just a nobody. Just another man trying to make it through this tough world. 
Tom stares at you with icy blue eyes that pierce your very soul. You get chills just from looking into them. God bless the Yankees, he says. Wanna go get some beers? You wake up Frank and pound beers with Tom before the game starts. Frank isn't looking too hot. Shit, I have a game today, Ah, oh, fuck. Let's go warm up on the field, Frank. He says you take a big swig of your whiskey and eat some peanuts. You grab Frank by the arm and help him walk. He looks at you around in confusion. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm ready. Uh, yeah, let's do this ball game, right? Yeah, let's play ball, he says. Yeah, that's the spirit, Frankie. Let's go. You make your way to the dugout and sit down next to Tom. I'm getting a bad feeling about this game, Tom. Tom looks at you disapprovingly. Are you really a ball player? Tom says. I'm this close to breaking both your fucking ankles, Tom. You get up and go to talk to the coach. Well, golly gosh. Hey coach, I'm ready to pitch. The coach looks at you and looks down at his clipboard full of papers. Hmm, and it looks like you haven't warmed up yet. I'm ready, you reply confidently. I think Frank is the opening pitcher, right? He doesn't need to warm up either. He's a real pro, you say looking over at Frank. He's fallen asleep again. You know what? I'm going to make you the opening pitcher, the coach says. Make me proud. You head over to the bullpen and begin throwing lightly. After a few minutes, the catcher and you are ready. You take a few more deep swigs of your whiskey from your flask and eat some peanuts that you had in your pocket and cough for a bit. <coughs> Do you think I, I need a few more minutes? Nah, let's go, the catcher says. You jog out to the mound as the crowd cheers. You look into the crowd. Oh, full house. The Hanshin Tigers batter takes the plate. He's a first year pro. You see legendary Hanshin catcher and future manager Motonobu Tanishike sitting behind the third base catcher's box. Are you ready for some baseball? You shout into the crowd. Everyone cheers. You take a big drink from your whiskey and begin to hurl small hard balls at the batter. Strike one, the catcher shouts. You look over at the Hanshin bench and lock eyes with Tanishige Otosan and give him a wink. As you're pitching, you glance around the stadium for signs of hot dog crime. That's when you see it. Fuck is this? A small child eating a hot dog. You throw your hat on the ground and furiously run over to him. You tear the hot dog out of his hand. No, my lunch! He screams as his mother looks on in horror. Eating hot dogs is a crime, you ruffian. Keep this up and you'll be doing life behind bars, you say as you pitch the hot dog as hard as you can at Tanishige Otosan. Strike two! You look back over to the Hanshin Tiger's bench and see Tanishige Otosan is now holding the hot dog. He begins waving at you. Smooth moves, Tanishige Otosan. Strike three! The catcher shouts. You head back to the dugout. You look tired out there, rookie. The coach says, Fuck off, coach. I'm on top of my game. Send in Frank, coach. He's ready for the big time. You're our top pitcher. To send him out now would be reckless. The coach pulls you aside and whispers into your ear. Just because you did well against the farm team doesn't mean you're ready for the big show. You got it? Send Frank in, coach, you say. Fuck off. I'm the head coach here and I say Frank isn't ready. You pull up your shirt, reveal your pistol. And I say he is. 
The coach stares at you in fear. All right, uh, all right, he says. But you better watch his ass out there, okay? The coach walks away and calls Frank to the mound. You sit down in the dugout and take a seat as you get ready to watch the game. Yeah, go get him, Frankie, baby. Frank takes the mound and begins his warm-up pitch. He's quite good, but something isn't quite right. The other team seems to have an unusual amount of talent. You jog out to the mound and begin talking to Frank. Hey, it's natural to be nervous when you're this close to the big show, but you're the best man for the job, you got it? Oh, yeah, coach, he replies in a low voice. Hey, Frank, just remember, we're hot dog cops, and hot dog cops ain't afraid of nothing. You notice that Frank's white shoes seem full of blood. Ah, oh, shit, he says. I stepped on a fucking screw. Tom walks over. Well, golly gosh. Hey, coach, Frank stepped on a screw. He's bleeding pretty by it. We should take him out to the medical team, I think. Don't you dare, Tom. Frank is gonna pitch, you hear me? Bleeding or not? Hey, Frank, look at me. Use it, use it, Frank. Use the pain. Pitch your heart out, Frankie. Oh, Jesus, coach. Frank says as he shakes his head and goes back to the rubber. Okay, good luck out there, Frank. Coach, you're a little intense. Okay, bye says Tom. All right, batter, you hit it and you're on your way to the big show, you shout. The first pitch comes in and is sent deep into the right field for a home run. Ah, oh, Frankie, you're killing me, you say as you throw your little hat on the ground. Ah, oh, Jesus, coach, Frank says, limping around. What's the point in even practicing if they can hit it anyway? The next three batters come out and there's three more home runs. And in the end, you end up losing five to zero. Ah, oh, Frank, you blew it! You shout. You notice that the Hanshin team is snickering and pointing at Frank, who looks like he's about to cry. You storm over to the pitcher's mound to confront him. Frank, keep it together. You're bleeding all over the place. Oh, it hurts, coach. It really does hurt. Ah, oh, bullshit, Frankie. Just suck it up, buttercup, and get out of there. Oh, I don't know, coach, Frank says. Okay, okay, Frank, sorry, I gotta be carried away there, okay? We can both agree I gotta be carried away. Look, the game's over now, now, Frank, it's okay. Oh, the, the game is finished? Oh, thank God. Let's get you inside and stitch you back up, okay, Frankie? Frank nods his head and walks with you into the locker room. Once inside, you begin to sew him up. Frank is wincing in pain the entire time. So how'd you end up getting this fucked up, Frank? You, you said you stepped on a screw? You ask. Uh, uh, ow. I don't know, coach. Ooh. Oh, Frank says. Yeah, it was right after the last pitch or something. I don't know. I was walking back to the dugout and I felt the sharp pain in my foot. I think I stepped on something, maybe a, a, a two by four with a screw through it. I, I don't know. I don't know why it was on the field. Someone should have probably picked that up, you know. Okay, okay. Look, pitching for the Yankees is fun, Frank. But let's not forget why we're here. We're undercover to find hot dog crime. And I saw a kid eating a hot dog, so they must be selling them somewhere in here. Yeah, I saw that too, coach, Frank says. I wonder if that kid has a supplier. Yeah, let's go find that beautiful little boy, and let's ask him. Are you boys looking for a nice little boy? Asked Tom. Hey, Tommy boys, don't concern you, okay? Says Frank. Yeah, what Frank said. Tommy, just don't concern you. He's saying no, none of your concern, okay? You hear what I'm saying? All right, get out of here, Tommy. Okay, boys. See you later. Frank and you exit the locker room and look around for a bit. 
Eventually you see the little kid. He's got a little propeller hat on and everything. And what's more concerning is he has a soda in one hand and a hot dog in the other. You march over to the little kid and grab the hot dog and throw it onto the ground. You stomp and smear it all over the place. You grab your soda and you drink it right there in front of him. Uh, again with the hot dog eating you little shit. Now where'd you get it? Don't you lie to me, you little prick. I got a gun. The kid begins to cry and points behind you. <laughs> well, well, well. My name is Bruno. Bruno the Butcher. He says as he walks towards you. You notice Bruno's hand is bandaged and that he has cuts and bruises all over his face. Back up, scumbag, you say. You're selling hot dogs to kids? That's real sick of you. What can I say? The kids love my dogs. Bruno replies with a smile. Frank goes stiff. You glance at him. Hey, old, I'm having one of my feelings, Frank says. One of your feelings? You got a psychic in your family, big brother? Bruno asks. Frank doesn't reply. I'm gonna have to take you in, Bruno. You're coming with us, you say, stepping forwards. Why would I go with two Yankees? Bruno asks, smiling. You look down at your neo-New York Yankees uniform. Ah, shit, you say. Yeah, Yankees suck. Bruno says. They call me the butcher because I carve up pigs. He says. He pulls a knife out and throws it from hand to hand. Oh, shit. Frank shouts. Bruno charges towards you. Frank, shoot him. I lost my gun. Oh, the gun in my car. I lost it. Frank shouts back. You brace yourself for Bruno's charge attack. Bruno comes charging in and takes a wild swing at you with the knife. Luckily, you have just enough time to dash backwards. The knife cuts across the front of your neo New York Yankees uniform. Hey! You make a counterattack. You punch Bruno's knife hand as hard as you can. And he cries out in pain and drops the knife. Ah! Suck eggs! You taunt as you kick his knife away. Bruno turns for a flying tackle. And you manage to step out of the way as Bruno hits the ground and slides in front of Frank. Hey Frank, stomp him, you shout. With pleasure, Frank replies and starts jumping up and down on Bruno's head. You run in and start jumping up and down on Bruno's legs. Your eggs are fried, you hot dog fuck. You shout and begin to punch into him with Frank. Bruno cries out in pain as his legs are stomped and punched. You Yankees are gonna pay for this. Bruno wails. Yeah, and your ugly mug is gonna be the face of the hot dog industry, Frank says as he punches Bruno in the eye. Fuck yeah, Frank, yeah, you get him, Frank. You scream in delight. The kid is standing there watching. You turn to him. Hey, it's okay. You say between your punches and kicks. We're police officers. You continue to punch the back of Bruno's head. Okay, okay, Frankie, okay, let's just stop for a second, eh? Why? Frank asks. Look, I, he's had enough. Hey, Bruno, hey, you had enough? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bruno says, spitting out blood. Uh, maybe one more. You walk over to the kid. Hey kid, you can go and get out of here. And just remember that a lesson was learned here today. Don't eat hot dogs. The kid nods and runs off. You look at Bruno. He looks like a real mess. You're gonna pay for all the damage you did to that kid, you know what? You say. Hey Yankee, what time is it? Bruno says, revealing his missing teeth. You pull out your pocket watch and look at it. Ah, it's 9.30pm, Saturday the 13th. Perfect. Bruno smiles. 
There is a massive explosion somewhere in the stadium. You're thrown to the ground. The stadium is atomized! You hear a voice shout out of the loudspeakers. You struggle to stand up, your head's ringing. You look around. Frank is lying on the ground next to you under some rubble. Frank! You run over to Frank and check that he's okay. Frank, are you okay? Yeah, yeah, I'm fine. What happened? Was, was that a bomb? Yeah, that was a bomb, Frank says. A bomb? Who would do something like that? Oh shit, where's Bruno? Frank says simply. Ah, fuck it. Who cares? Let's get out of here before this whole place falls on us, Frank says. Yeah, good idea, Frank. You and Frank stumble out of the rubble that was once the stadium. You look at it in awe. It's almost completely destroyed. Oh, this looks like the work of America's second favorite pastime. Bombs. I wonder if we still have a game tomorrow, you ask Frank. Ah, oh, who gives a flying rat's turd, Frank replies. Yeah, you and Frank walk off into the distance. That was some fucking shit, eh Frank? I guess we ain't going to the after party, you say to Frank as you walk. Nope, uh, I guess not, Frank replies. You walk all the way home. You can crash on my couch if you want tonight, Frank. I'll make eggies for Brecky. Hey, thanks coach, I love me some eggies, Frank says as he falls asleep on the couch. You make yourself a hard-boiled egg sandwich and eat it while you sit in bed and think about the day's events. Were you and Frank the target of that explosion? Was it linked to that threatening letter? Tom seems a bit suspicious, right? A nice southern boy like that? You've seen enough movies to know he's probably a pervert serial killer or something. Was Bruno linked to the hot dog mafia and Mr. Linoleum? And where's Bruno gone? A lot of questions with no answers. The only thing you truly know, that you know deep in your heart, is that the consumption and distribution of hot dogs is a goddamn federal crime. You have been listening to Hot Dog Crime Squad, Episode 2, Free Pizza. Created by Simon Cotty and written with AI Dungeon Dragon Engine. This episode of Deep Folk Tales of the Generator is a Studio Tortue production. Grease be with you, brothers.